0: Hey, this is uh, Jeff from the Very Serious Hunting Podcast.
1: This is Grant from the Very Serious P- Hunting Podcast, and today we have uh, quite a treat for you. Teddy is here with us to really weigh in on something that we've been talking a lot about. Um, Teddy is a mechanical engineer. He's very good at this kind of stuff that he will be speaking about. I am just here because I like—I don't want to be left out, and I'm here to make fart jokes. So, um, Teddy, you want to give us a little bit of background information about yourself?
2: Well, I'm, like Grant mentioned, I'm a mechanical engineer, Uh, have my professional engineering certification in a couple of different states. Um, I primarily work with uh, government specialty equipment. Um, But with my background, I kind of translate over and I can read and understand other engineers um, and and hopefully help translate some of that into uh, uh, normal people speak.
0: We call that English. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so, um, some of you guys may know and some don't, uh, I also am an engineer, but I'm a software engineer. So I have a good grasp of what math is, but this is, this is pretty far outside of my realm. Um, all right. So yeah, we, we have been going round and around on this. We've been talking about archery too, cause it's, it's the same kind of idea, right? We've been talking about, uh, energy um, and, how it's energy and, and ballistics. And yeah. So it, anyway, we can't stop talking about it. So we're going to do it again here. Um, we're basically going to talk about the lethality of different. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> of, uh... <laughs> That's pretty much all I we're going to talk about the, the lethality of uh, basically different shotgun loads, right? So we're mostly going to be talking about bismuth and steel and tungsten, right? And these are all the waterfowl loads that you might use. Um, We can't use lead, and so uh, we have been using steel, and uh, recently we've started to move toward some heavier metals. And basically, is it worth worth the price is what we're kind of trying to get at today. Right. So So. what
1: kind of brought this on, for me at least, what really got me interested in it is because I am not a very good shot, and I would routinely take two shots to dispatch a duck probably taking too long of shots, whatever. So I was hoping that by switching from the dollar a shot times two, I would be able to use one shot for two bucks and have the lethality be better so we're not chasing down cripples. There's nothing more that I hate than losing a bird. So that was the whole basis behind this is to, I guess, see if it's worth it, right, like Jeff said.
0: Yep, all right, so what does it take to actually kill something, right, and that's energy right? You have to disperse energy into the target, right? That that's the way that we understand killing things. Um, so we have the idea that energy is in foot pounds. Um, and you want to walk us through that equation, Teddy?
2: Oh yeah. So energy, you, you hear it come back, comes back to a a lot of the guys talk about speed kills when you get into ballistics. Um, because it's energy, it's one half times the mass times velocity squared. So higher velocity, you get more energy. Um, the other factor in that is momentum, and and you'll hear that thrown back and forth with the uh, especially the archery guys. They'll talk between energy and momentum. Um, energy is the amount, a quantifiable amount of damage that you can inflict. So if you you know, like if you you think of it in the bullet sense, if you dumped all your energy into an animal, you've inflicted the maximum amount of damage into it. Um, and that
0: would be like the bullet stopped, right? And yeah, the, stopped if, right
2: before it came out the skin on the other side.
0: And if the bullet were to continue on, then it would still be carrying energy, right? That right. Would, you wouldn't
2: get the full impact. And and to me, it's a little more abstract, but you get into penetration and for me that's really momentum that's your ability to 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 penetrate through and that's a an equal relationship between mass and velocity so there's a a compromise in how much mass do you need because you could take an infinitely small piece of you know mass and shoot it really fast and nothing had happen so you need some amount of momentum to break through and penetrate but you need a certain amount of energy to do damage once it's done that.
0: So we, you kind of need mass and velocity, right? Right. Um, And so we're going to, we're going to hold velocity pretty constant today. Um, And the reason we're going to do that is because we're going to talk about some shells um, and realistically all of the duck loads that uh, we found are between 14 and 1,450 and 1,550 feet per second. Realistically, that's close enough that, like we're talking about minutia when it comes to how far away the duck is, right? Well, and <clears>
1: The <throat> longer the barrel, the better velocity in theory that you're getting, right? Because it stays, all that power stays behind it until you get to, I mean, out of a 40-inch barrel, that'd be a little ridiculous. But we all have about the same amount length like of barrels. And so having the... uh that velocity remain at the 1450 is a good benchmark
2: right yeah and that comes back into like the archery discussion with draw length that longer barrel is a longer duration of force being applied to accelerate your shot um so a lot of a lot of this stuff comes back to time and how long force is applied and that gets you back to energy as well um
0: Yeah. All right. So we're also, so we're basically hold velocity constant, right? We're also going to talk about materials. Um, So there's lots of material properties that could realistically affect lethality. We, I'm going to briefly mention, but we're just going to gloss over things like uh, malleability and toughness. Um, Are things going to fragment or deform? Um, But we're, we're, Having not seen vastly deformed pellets, we're going to ignore that. Is that fair, guys? Yeah.
1: Out of all the ducks that I've cleaned, I've always pulled out. For water bell, yeah.
0: In good shape, yeah. Yeah. All right. So and when we get to deer, when we we do this again for deer and we start looking at mushroom bullets, that's way different, right? But uh, we're going to call this good for now. Um, We do know that Lead is softer than bismuth, which is softer than iron, probably steel, um, and that's all so- softer than tungsten. So, just keep that in your brain. Uh, but we're really talking about density and how density affects mass uh, for a given size. That's that's really the crux of the waterfowl shot discussion. Agree? Yes. Yes. Okay. Grant.
1: Jeff, do you want me to tell you a joke? I do. Uh, have, have you noticed that when geese fly in a V8, one side is always longer? Yeah. Do you know why? No. It's because there's more geese on that side.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Good. <laughs> all right. Boys, boys, stay with me here. This is, this is going to get deep. Um, all right. So we looked at... Uh, basically number four shells, um, from heavy shot, the brand. Um, and I did that because they sell tungsten and they sell bismuth and they sell steel. Okay. Um, and they all have the same weight of pellets and they're all, uh, about an ounce, ounce and a half ounce and a quarter of shot ounce and a quarter of shot. Um, and they're all the same velocity. So we all have about the same amount of energy total coming out of the barrel for these number four loads um we basically end up with fewer pellets per ounce and so uh for tungsten right we have fewer pellets per ounce at number four size um what what does that mean what does that mean when we when you go to shoot a duck um I think that means that there's less chance of pellets landing in the vital area. You guys, how do you feel about that? If there's less, less pellets per ounce,
1: there's less chance of a hit,
0: right? Because it's the same ounce, right? An ounce is still an ounce is still an ounce. Uh, But the idea is that those pellets are going to hit way harder and they're going to carry their mass. Sorry carry their energy further because they have more mass. Not that they carry more, the energy further, but they start with more energy. So they are able to carry energy further. Teddy, yeah?
2: Right. Yeah, you've got a a finite amount of initial energy in your shot, and that's limited by your chamber pressure, which is a function of how much shot you've got in your shell and powder. So yeah, if you've got an ounce of shot, fewer pellets, more energy is getting put into each pellet leaving the barrel and then out at range, those pair of pellets are gonna have more energy than, than pellets that left with less energy.
0: Right, so then if we were to use smaller pellets, we could find pellets that are smaller, uh, but that would then be with a heavier, more dense metal and therefore carry a similar amount of energy per pellet for the same distance. Uh, but in theory, they may have less drag. And so therefore, the smaller pellet of the same mass might carry things a little further. Yes?
1: Yes. <clears throat> That's what the, right. the table that we found showed, right?
2: Yeah. And it you get into drag coefficients, and it's not a linear relationship. But um, essentially, yes. And you can think about it with... Um, with you know your long skinny bullets versus your your big fat bullets, your your smaller pellets of the same mass are going to have less drag. You know, put your hand out the car window, turn it sideways, versus you know when you do this and your kid and doing that out do the car window, time. right? It, it, I mean I that. Do that Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> depends if I'm driving or not, but um yeah. Well, so especially just, it what it really has boils down to is that that we lost Teddy cross section that's against oh, the air so the bigger diameter more resistance it's going to lose so, more So uh, we might oh. just have to keep going Here he is. Oh, he's, he's back.
0: back. Oh, And he's not as blurry as he was. Okay, stop. Okay, you
2: around. guys were a little glitchy there to me so whatever. Oh. Um, yeah, so basically it boils down to what you said the the bigger cross section that's against the air you're going to have more drag.
0: Uh-oh, All right. So The idea of Tungsten, one of the ideas of Tungsten is that you can carry more pellets of smaller size and basically end up with, sorry, you want to be able to downsize the shot size so that you can get that pellet count back. Right. Right. And then that translates into range.
2: Yeah. It's the same number of pellets, the same weight of shot. But you've got smaller pellets, so you lose less energy in flight.
0: And then, and then again, again we're hitting further away, right? Right. All right. Well, we're definitely shooting further away. Definitely shooting further away, and that's part of. I oh, know that's part of my problem. Uh, Teddy, do you know the difference between a duck call and a trombone?
2: I don't.
0: Yeah, that, that's why you don't call ducks very well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh all right so yeah so let's let's just look at numbers let's look at some numbers here uh tungsten the tungsten box of shells from heavy shot is ninety dollars for twenty five um fourteen fifty feet per second ounce and a quarter is shot um the density on those is 12 grams per cubic centimeter, and you get about 125 pellets per ounce. And this is all number four, right? And so the bismuth is $63 for 25, it's same velocity. Uh, the the one I pulled up was a little different, but they sell the same weight of shot. And then it's uh, 9.6 grams uh, per cubic inch. And so, less dense, um, you get 157 pellets per ounce versus the 125 of the tungsten, right? And it's thirty dollars cheaper per box. So you get more pellets.
2: Uh, you don't
0: for the number four. You do for when it's all number four. You get more pellets per ounce per ounce, right? So, and we're still shipping the same the same
2: amount of. Uh, so if you if you've got
0: an ounce of shot
2: for it, the, the tungsten sh- shell would be heavier if you had the same number of pellets. Nope.
1: We
0: lost, we lost Teddy again, but he was, uh, yes. If we had the same amount of pellets,
2: yes, he's right.
0: Dang oh, it. You're back. again. my back. back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So it, it, you have to get back to, you know, it, it, if you've got an ounce of shot and you've got, okay, you're sticking with number four. So yeah, if you had 157s pellets, browns with number four. Yeah. you got more pellets to make an ounce. All right. I'm with you.
0: Okay. Uh, so then, uh, I'm, I'm going to go back over these again. Uh, I know it's getting pretty dense guys. I'm sorry. Um, Oh, okay, let me break that up for you. There you go. Uh, steel. Yeah. That's how I feel about steel. Uh, steel is about 27, 27 bucks a box for 25 Um, same amount of shot and it is still less dense, right? The tungsten was 12. The bismuth is 9.6 and the steel is 7.8. So about eight, um, grams per cubic centimeter. And all that is, is just, it's relative for, for hunters. It's relative, right? And you end up with 167 pellets per ounce. So just a few, a few more for steel, uh, versus the 157 for bismuth and the 125 for tungsten. The, again, this is all number four, um, and the trade-off is basically here. This is what they say, um, and then I'll, and then I'll tell you what what we say. Um, they say it allows you to drop three shot sizes for the same lethality, um, 28% more devastating pellets on target. Uh, well, that, that's what the advertisement on the box says, right? Right. Or the website or whatever it is. Right. And we, we've looked, uh, going from BB to number three, will give you the same energy per pellet. If which, you change the metal. If you change from steel to tungsten. Right. Um, and then But you end up with the same pellet count. I don't understand where they're getting more devastating pellets, unless the pellets are 28% more devastating. It looks like marketing speak. Yeah, um, that checks
1: out. It's like they want to sell more ammo or something.
0: Yeah, weird. Uh, bismuth um, is twenty-two percent more dense than steel per them, and it allows you to drop a shot size. Um, I, I don't know about you guys. I like to shoot uh, twos and threes in steel, um, and uh, in my experience, number four, bismuth sure wacks a duck pretty good. Yeah, that's that's what Ben got his goose with was number four bismuth. Number four bismuth with a goose at, at twenty gauge. Hella, you you guys know how I feel about uh, twenty gauges, right? Single shot twenties. Yeah, yeah. Me and the twenty gauges. All right. Um,
1: yeah. Hey, so Jeff, how, how do you make a duck blind? I, I have
0: no idea. You poke him in the eyes. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. All right, so in reality, guys, um, it it does let you drop, it does let you drop size, but at a higher cost, right? And you will probably get longer ranges. That's kind of the story. But what we have not considered uh, is the aerodynamic interaction of the pellets. The wad design, mm-hmm. the choke. Teddy, can you give us some color on some of that? You might have fallen asleep. Nope. Teddy. His, his internet has decided he didn't talk. Uh, yeah, so we, we basically haven't talked about uh, the, the way that shotguns work. Um, I don't understand why, but every shot is going to be different. You need to sit down. And you need to pattern your shotgun with the shells you're going to hunt at the range that you expect to be shooting. And that is that is the best thing to do in order to make sure that you have enough pellets on paper uh, at range. And then look and also look at your shot size. So be thinking about all of that kinds of setup. Your experience matters. It really does. Um, I for example i mean i talked about mine um the, there are so many variables that if you don't if you don't go through it and go through the exercise yourself it, this is this is a lot more than just a thought experiment um but i believe you can downsize your shot and do uh do work and i know that because i i shoot pheasants all day long with uh well, with number six is number fours, right? But and I would not lead using that. lead and I would not shoot a pheasant using number sixes. I might shoot them with a number four steel, but probably closer to two. Right. And that's just my experience. I'm saying ducks and pheasants are roughly the same size. Um, some of the other trade offs to consider right the pellets per ounce for a size so you're going to have with steel you're going to have an up close denser pattern and if you're waiting for those ducks to finish on your decoys i don't see a reason to go to steel or sorry i don't see a reason to stay spend away more on steel yeah to, yeah stick with steel um, if, if you're, you're shooting long for, shots.
1: Yeah. If you're waiting for the ducks to get in within 30 yards, steel, I think should be more than adequate. I mean, it has been, it's been working for decades, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Grant, um, can you give us some more uh, of your experience with any of them? Um, not
1: really. Cause I haven't done a lot of shooting this year. I did go to the shotgun range last weekend and I knocked some of the gobos off. And by the third round that I shot, it was, much more uh, appropriate for my shooting level than the first one, which was great. You remembered how to shoot? Yeah, I figured it out again.
0: Um, and I, had I to think go through that one too.
1: thing that we didn't really talk about, and I don't see it anywhere here, but a lot of the, um, like the heavy steel or the heavy bismuth, it's not 100% bismuth. There's also steel pellets in there. So maybe they spread out sooner, but the bismuth is still kind of in the center there and it carries a little bit, the bismuth goes a little bit further. I'm not 100% sure why they do that other than cost savings.
0: So are you talking about the mixed shells where there's some steel, some bismuth? Yes. Or are you talking about, so I've seen some where it's like bismuth clad steel just to give them a little bit more oomph.
1: Right, so I, that's something to, to kind of look into. Um, based on all the ammo that I purchased this year, I will have a lot of experimenting to do next year because I did the count. I think I have 20 boxes of just random tungsten steel, bismuth, all sorts of different sizes. So I just didn't get out enough to shoot much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's it been a hell of a year for getting out. And it uh, seems like when I go out, I shoot a lot. But I haven't brought a whole lot of ducks home. I did have that one day. Um, and in my, in my experience, I shot an entire box of bismuth at what amounted to three or four dead ducks. Uh, again, once same thing as you, once I learned to shoot again, uh, I shot less than half a box at the rest of my limit that day. Right. Um, and so for me, the biggest problem in my experience is just hitting the damn ducks. So I'm not switching. I'm not buying any more Bismuth until I'm done with my steal. Uh What do you think, Teddy? There's Now we have two Teddys in
1: the chat. Uh-oh. And he's not responding to either of them.
0: Teddy still has no, no audio. It doesn't look like he can hear us because he's not even trying. Bummer, dude. All right. Well, that's the way it goes.
1: Yeah. Oh, and he's gone.
0: Oh. He's gone. Is he back?
1: might be can you hear us daddy mm.
0: i'm gonna take that as a no hey i'm
2: muted myself there we go <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to trying to call back in from my phone i got a notice right as i got disconnected it said your Starlink service is degraded we're looking into it i'm like oh, great that's not oh. happened in three months Thanks. so let's go Thanks and do that Lord. right now yeah exactly good timing so i uh engineer things i'm hot spotted to my phone now and back in it wonderful (laughs) so do you have any
1: i guess not closing thoughts but any more thoughts that we possibly talked about while you were muted and not connected that you want to add
0: yeah can you mostly the experience we're we're kind of talking about the the experience you you went on a uh, goose hunt with um the guide and you
1: from the one that yes all together
0: yeah, and, um, and you you had some bismuth versus steel comparison to talk about?
2: Yeah, my thought was, is I'm going to load my shotgun. Well, <clears throat> kind of the same thing after we got back from our other goose hunt and scramble. I went, you know what? I'm going to order some goose shells. I'm going to have them here. And I'm not going to have that happen again. Well, I got a phone call. Hey, you want to go out? Yeah, my shells are going to be here the day after that hunt. So um, let me go scramble again. So I, I found some bismuth to take out. I had some steel from Grant, and so my thought was, I'm going to load bismuth for when the birds are flying, and if I have to dispatch one, I'll load shit, uh, load steel into it. Um, the guy that was with me was just shooting plain steel. Um, we both seemed to knock down the same number of birds, but we are also a lot closer range. Um, I mean, we're in that 25 to 30 yard. Uh, we had two cripples that ended up walking away in the field, and... Um, not that I'm young, but I was the youngest one there. So I got sent to bird dog those. And uh, one of them, I don't know what happened. So I, you know, I loaded up my steel and I I go to shoot it in the head and um, I may have actually hit it with the wad. I'm not sure. I watched its head flop (laughs) over to the ground and then it popped right back up. And I was, you know, at that point I was 20, 30 yards away. So I, I can't think that it was a steel pellet that hit it, but um, I shot it again at that point. I, I got frustrated. I'm like, whatever. I threw another bismuth shell in and shot it. It, it flopped over at that point. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, just anecdotally, um, I had a little more confidence in the bismuth, just knowing a little bit smaller pellet. Um, I'd watched grandson knock one down with number four bismuth. So I was feeling confident with that. So I was like, you know, if he can do that with the 20 gauge, I better be able to do it with a 12.
0: Yeah, it's always nice to to think about that you can do that, but sometimes those twenties, they're magic. Yeah, yeah. Especially um, if you practice with them, right, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, the practice helps a lot.
2: I've been shooting a four ten at grouse, so I you know I got my practice there. But they hold still a little better.
0: Yeah, right. they do.
1: They have the T Rex uh, T Rex frame of mind. If I don't move, he can't see me.
2: Right. <laughs> And the only other thing you guys probably didn't cover is when you get into this pellet drag thing, it's not linear. So those supersonic pellets are getting a lot of drag. And then as they come back into that one, Mach 1. 1.2 to 0. 0.7, it's a little bit slower decrease. And then below that, it's a lot less drag on them compared to when they're supersonic. So you're, you're really fast shotgun pellet or shotgun BBs are carrying a ton of energy right out of the muzzle and at closer range. Um, then they're going to start to catch up a little bit further. So like if you were to go a heavier load with a little less velocity, at some point you start catching up, uh, further out there, but they're all, they're all pretty consistent. They're all trying to sit just over supersonic, um, in that, you know, for the guys that have been doing it for a hundred years, that's gotta be the sweet spot for them. But it was really interesting reading into some of this ballistic research that people have done where um the pellets will essentially create less drag like race cars when they get tight together it's less drag they can go a little faster you know you're drafting the pellets yeah they're drafting off each other they (laughs) they interact more um you get pellets next to each other it's going to slow one down and just really so your your shotgun shot becomes kind of a cigar shape, but due to how the drag varies between them, they'll also bunch back up together. Interesting.
0: So, uh, what what do you? Because you were kind of out when we mentioned some of this. Do does the the mixed steel and bismuth um would that that would affect kind of that cigar shape and the um, the sizes might affect the drag differently.
2: Right. I was thinking more of that because I saw some of that steel shot where it was like a mixed number two BB. So you're going to have, in that being a consistent metal, you're going to have different energies and different drags. But like with mixed materials, it seems like you get a lot more elongated shot. So if you're shooting a paper, it's going to so... show, show a real nice pattern because that's two-dimensional. Um, mm-hmm. But shooting, shooting at birds... If you're shooting straight at them, you know, you're going to get that same shot density. But if they're coming across, you probably have a better chance of hitting one, but not as good a chance of hitting one where you want one, is my thought. You're you're in a three-dimensional...
1: It's kind of important to think about them as like an actual cloud flying through the air, as opposed to, I mean, it took a minute for me to realize, or not realize, but yeah, realize that when it comes out of the end of your shotgun, it doesn't fan out like a pie plate flying through the air of shot, it's elongated and it's a, like you said, a cigar shape.
0: Yeah. That's, that's definitely uh, something to consider as well. Uh, As you're patterning, it's something to consider. Right. Right. So just shoot the ducks that are coming right
1: at you. (laughs) I mean, all the pellets,
0: all the pellets, you know, no matter which way they're coming, that's the way I, that's the way I miss them.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I have to say it is a miserable bird dog in a cripple like 200 yards away with all your goose hunting gear on for a layout blind. I was just stripping layers as fast as I could while I was running. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Awesome. So is there anything else that we should talk about about this weird, weird shotgun stuff? I mean, there's chokes, but everybody knows what chokes do. Do we? I mean, well, what do chokes do? About them. They concentrate your shot
0: or <laughs> it, it changes kind of the shape of the pattern coming out. Right. They and, compress I, down
2: I, the, the wadding with the, the pellets in there. And that's why you get into some of those old shotguns that you can't shoot steel out of.
0: Because it compresses hard. it too much. Well, and those are steel will blow it too. up.
2: Yeah. Fixed chokes. Yeah. When it's a fixed choke barrel but you can get away with bismuth because it's on, it's closer to, to lead hardness or, you know, as far as resistance to deformation. Interesting.
0: So, so sometimes if you want to take those old, old guns hunting, you might switch to bismuth just so you don't blow your gun up. Right. Which is important.
2: Blow the end of your barrel off.
0: Yeah. And those, I mean, Uh, A lot of guys that have those old, old shotguns, they have them for heritage, right? Because that's, it's either a collection uh, or from granddad, right? Granddad is probably how a, a new hunter has acquired an old, old shotgun, right? And as they get into it, they'll switch up to, I don't know, probably a Mossberg or an 870. But that's what we all start with, right? Yeah, Absolutely.
1: That's what I started with.
2: Yep. Yeah. So I've i got right. an A five. I'm dying to shoot. So we'll have to take that out one of these weekends.
0: Okay, definitely. Uh, does anybody have anything else that we need to cover on this? Teddy, don't sign out quite yet uh, when we hang up. But I think we're, I think we're we've we've covered this as as covered as we're covering it.
1: Right. And then we have our dads and kids ice fishing trip coming up this weekend.
0: Yeah, and that's what we're going to hang out to talk about. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler. (laughs) Uh, Right, but they won't be on the recording, so just be advised. New gear, Grant? Just know that we're talking. No new gear.
1: Oh, I got some more fishing poles from Cabela's because I had gift cards. So hopefully we actually get to use them.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. All right, well, everybody... Hey, thanks for listening, Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for watching, Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, see you on the next one. Uh, Bye, Mom. Bye, Jessica. Bye, Mom. Bye, Joe.
2: Bye, Andrea. Bye, Riley. Bye, Grayson. Mm -hmm.